Hello, I'm Yalda Hakim. Welcome to The Daily Global, where we'll bring you the top stories from around the world. We begin with the major security crisis unfolding in West Africa. Within the last hour, it's been confirmed that several planes are in the air en route to Niger to evacuate French and other European citizens. It follows last week's military coup and a worsening security situation on the ground. The US, Spain and Italy are also arranging rescue flights. The UK has told British nationals in Niger to register their location and stay indoors. On Sunday, the regional bloc, ECOWAS, issued an ultimatum to the coup leaders. Restore democracy within seven days or face what it called all necessary means. Well, Niger is part of Africa's Sahel region, which stretches from the Atlantic to the Red Sea. Overnight, Burkina Faso, Mali and Guinea issued a joint statement saying any military intervention in Niger would be regarded as a declaration of war on them. France says it has no plans to withdraw around 1,000 of its soldiers based in Niger, where they are part of an international effort to fight Islamist militants. Well, Aisha To Kane is the Nigerian ambassador to Paris and the UK. She's been in contact with President Bazoum in Niger. And just before we came on air, she told me how he was doing. Have a listen. Uh, the president of Niger, uh, effectively, uh, we have... Uh daily call and uh, he's uh, uh, still sequestered and uh, but uh, he is well and his moral is high as well as his uh, family's moral does he think there will be a solution and does he know when he'll be freed no, no, he don't talk uh, with us on these uh, terms. But um, as you know, you know, the prime minister of Niger is uh, here in Paris. Uh, with him, we we exchange on the prevailing situation in Niger, which is most worrying. And what is the Prime Minister saying? Uh, our exchange is about uh, uh, the Niger situation. Uh, we think uh, together that uh, this unfortunate event uh, for our country cannot be caused by any internal crisis. Uh, on all fronts, we are uh, on a good trajectory particularly on the security on the front where major efforts are being made to contain terrorism. Who do you currently represent? Do you still believe uh, that your government will return to power? Uh, yes, I believe. I believe uh, that uh, the President Bazoum will, will be uh, reestablished on his uh, seat. And I believe that um, our democratic institutions will be uh, settled again. How uh, will that happen? Because, of course, the coup uh, leaders uh, say that France is uh, going to attempt some kind of or plotting some kind of military intervention. Do you know if that is likely to happen? <laughs> uh, I know one thing. One thing is the... ECOWAS communique. The ECOWAS communique says that we have 
uh, a separate sanction uh, will will be uh, that will be uh, um, settled, and uh, if they uh, this don't uh, success, we can uh, uh, have an inter intervention. The only thing I know is that. But no this this. This ultimatum that ECOWAS has given, that there needs to be some kind of resolution to this within seven days, do you believe uh, that they will take some kind of action if, if the coup leaders don't reinstate President Bazoum? We hope uh, that the ongoing negotiations can uh, lead uh, to a peaceful solution. Uh, because it is... Uh, uh, best uh, issue for our country. How do you mm -hmm. interpret what Mali and Burkina Faso are saying? They're saying if ECOWAS uh, intervenes in any way in the situation in Niger, it is also a declaration of war on them. I tell you one thing. If you know uh, Niger and the border of Niger, you can see that uh, we have border with Burkina Faso, we have border with uh, Mali. All the two borders are uh, the borders when, uh, in, in, in the, the territory of Mali and, uh, and uh, Burkina. There is uh, no border in Niger with, uh, uh, without <laughs> terrorists. In Niger, we don't have this situation, but our border with these two countries is full. Uh, are full uh, uh, with ter terrorism. Uh, terrorists are active, uh, very, very active in this in, it, the, in this zone. It, it is a very tense and dangerous and very fragile situation right now. What do you think will happen next? Uh, I think. I hope that we uh, we rapidly uh, have uh, an issue and good issue because uh, uh, negotiation is uh, going on uh, we have the ultimate uh, of ECOWAS uh, uh, which is going on also so the most uh, and best solution is that this good negotiation can uh, uh, put uh, our president Bazoum on his seat again and uh, retablish uh, democratic order in, in our country. It's our hope. Is our that was uh, Niger's ambassador to France, Ambassador Kane, speaking to me a little earlier. Well, on a day of fast-moving developments in West Africa, let's get some analysis from the former U.S. ambassador to Chad, Mark Bowyer. Ambassador, thank you very much for joining us uh, here on the program. It is an incredibly tense and dangerous situation right now. I mean, you were ambassador, uh, U.S. ambassador to Chad. You know the region well. Just give us your assessment of this developing situation. Well, it, it is a tense and dangerous situation. And uh, as time goes on, of course, um, the coup uh, leaders, the junta, consolidates its, its power. 
Uh, in the beginning, it was just uh, the presidential guard uh, who took this action, and, and uh, the military was apparently not uh, completely uh, on board with it. But uh, over time, they decided to join in and, and reinforce the junta. So, so now the military is, seems to be united around the uh, around the coup, uh, making it very difficult uh, to reverse. Uh, hopefully, the intervention of uh, President uh, Debbie and his mediation on behalf of ECOWAS uh, will bear fruit. Uh, I think that's the uh, the only way uh, to get a positive uh, do, do outcome you think at this that, point. Do you think that um, the president of Chad intervening, uh, as you say, President Debbie, uh, who was there in the last 24 hours, will make some kind of difference? I think it's very possible. Uh, Chad is certainly a, a, a regional power. Uh, a very strong country uh, uh, in, with a great deal of influence uh, in the region. It's one one military man, after all, uh, speaking to other military men. Uh, hopefully, uh, he will be able to dig in, uh, see what uh, what they're really after. If it's if it's something other than just uh, power for power's sake, uh, there may be a way to uh, uh, look at whatever grievances they may have and and uh, deal with those in such a way as to uh, as to. Uh, to put President Bazoum back in power. Uh, it would be very difficult, though. It's a tight window, and the window is closing, I think. I mean, how do you view this threat that's been made by ECOWAS, uh, that this ultimatum, you know, reverse this, do something differently within the next um, seven days, uh, or else, or, or else force? I, I mean, they sort of watched Mali, uh, Burkina Faso, uh, Guinea uh, sort of succumb to these types of coups, and, and nothing was Done. No, certainly. I think uh, I, I think ECOWAS is uh, is a bit fed up with uh, with this succession of coups and is attempting to assert its authority on behalf of of uh, uh, democracy and the principle of democracy. Uh, but it's very difficult to do uh, the the uh, uh, when you have, uh, as I say, united military uh, that's there. Uh, the distances are enormous for, for military intervention, very expensive. It's a poor part of the world, uh, tough to pull off. But uh, they're, they're certainly uh, communicating their seriousness. And hopefully that, that seriousness and their, and, and their uh, position uh, will help President Debbie as he tries to negotiate uh, uh, some sort of peaceful outcome for this. Yeah, and what would that peaceful outcome look like to please these coup leaders and, I suppose, uh, you know, fulfil the requirements of the West, ECOWAS, and as well as President Bazoum? Well, it's, it's, it's hard to say. Every situation is unique. But, uh, but uh, uh, restoring the, uh, the president is pretty much the, the non-negotiable part of it. He, he needs to, to be uh, put back in power as president. But within that, uh, certainly you can look at changes to the military structure. Uh, if that's the question, changes in benefits for the military, uh, giving them a greater policy role, uh, all, all sorts of things might be possible. Um, but uh, again, you have to get into the negotiation and get into the details and, and, and see what uh, what's in the realm of the yeah, possible. Yeah, to, to sort of see what these military leaders want, um, because right now there isn't much clarity on that. They're accusing President Bazoum of certain things, that their frustration with uh, the security situation. They're, they're accusing him of things like corruption, for example, and the close ties uh, to, to the West. But exactly what is, what is it that these uh, military leaders want? 
Well, we don't really know uh, right now. Uh, as I say, if it's just uh, power for power's sake, then it'll be very difficult, uh, very difficult to reverse. Uh, but if they have uh, some uh, grievances that they're willing to articulate that uh, are of a, more of a of a policy nature, then uh, that can be that can be dealt with. Ambassador Bowe, uh, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Pleasure.